you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Around the NFL podcast. Didn't invite Erica to the bachelor party. Welcome to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined in a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, Colleen Wolf, and Greg Rosenthal. What is up, boys and girls? Hey, Dan. Hey. What's up? Uh, Eric, first of all, you are invited to the bachelor party. As an afterthought. We are leaving immediately after today's show, heading down to San Diego for Wes's big going away party. And it is a going away party in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> going away party. And you are invited. You were formally invited less than 24 hours ago. Exactly. So don't That's say cool. that you weren't That's invited. Cool that Erica was invited. You were invited before this show. <laughs> Just moments ago. Also invited. <laughs> I mean, the car is not, the automobile is not left yet. You could literally you could be drive. a part of Come the trip. On. Come on. I, I, have, you. I have there plans. There is room. I have plans. Oh, you're one of those people? Yeah. yeah. If you don't get asked by a certain time, you're like, even if you don't have plans, I have plans. Well, you've been talking about I have about pride, <laughs> and I cannot do it. Let's, let's be real. Tamposi is not hang, like spending her weekend hanging out with a bunch of 40-year-old dads. and a dad. Well, you guys are he, he doesn't Good want point. He doesn't want, she doesn't want <laughs> Speak to your own age, Brad. Also, not a father. Yeah. Um, you should feel, you know, a compliment, though, that we just kind of consider you one of the guys. Like, Well, you didn't until you know, I had to ask. It's like... But you can't ask. No, you can't say I'm an energy coming me. off you at all. You know, get ex- get invited and then say I'm busy. It's just what are we doing? At that because point? you right. guys We're have been talking about it for weeks. And I was like, OK, kind of, you know, low key, a little upset that I didn't get the invite. Ooh. And then Wes was like, you can come. Can I throw out a very relevant point? Yeah. Nobody was invited. How are all the four of you going then? We're just we just him. talked Fair about it, again. and you heard us talking about it. <laughs> I mean, you could have just really good Wes doesn't have a car. We're just giving him a ride. In, down in fairness, Wes, Wes is the least picky person about inviting anyone to anything. Everybody's it's invited to everything I'm associated with. Erica thing. and I will send you guys a gift. Just hey, let us I mean, know we'd where spend, you stay. Yeah, we'd spend the entire weekend together as, as is, and Wes is simply going to San Diego, so we're going with him. A podcast listener once flew down from Vancouver to a party I was having in California, and he was allowed to come because invites don't really matter. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would encourage that. He, you know, he also came back once, and you didn't know. You know, he was in your house, so that he he was fine. No, no issues at all. The kitchen, no issues. Um, Colleen, yes. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having schedule. me back. It's very good. Oh, please to have you here. Big show today. So yes, we're leaving immediately after the show down to San Diego. Um, big. Don't li- don't look for us, by the way, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just being honest. Like, I, it is not a time for, like... We, we've been honest okay. with the audience about this. Love them. Love you if you're listening. Go up to Wes. Yeah. Wes, oh, I love all comers. Everybody, let's talk to each other. But um, just, give it to Wes. 
Uh, maybe Greg. Greg wants some of it too. No, Greg definitely doesn't. <laughs> I just like the image of you know Beatlemania of like the, at the when we get to the gates of San Diego. ATN. No, I put the over under. I put the over under. Like two human beings, maybe one or two tops. Just. Check yourself. Um, all right. A lot coming up today. Yes, it's the return of You're the GM later today. So we're excited to do some role playing. Um, also want to put it out there. You know, next week is draft week, of course. we got a lot coming up. So um, on Monday, we'll do our Go Get My Lunch draft props. Uh, also, Spice Rack makes his um, hotly anticipated return to Ooh. the show. Um, and then on Pepper Wednesday, mill. this one. Pepper I'm, mill. <laughs> I'm really excited about this one. Uh, announcement right here. It is the first annual Mark Sessler mock draft special. So we'll do a special Wednesday show on the eve of uh, the NFL draft. Um, and Mark will reveal his top 32. Uh, pinch yourself because it's happening. I mean, my Tuesday, which was wide open now um, includes a lot of draft research. Mm. I will be doing Just it on Tuesday. T- t- no, we need you to during this in San Diego. We Four? want you. We want you away. Oh, yeah. we, we're going to get you. This is 1.0. That's well, it's kind of right? like it's yeah. always okay. been a hole on the show. It's like, okay, four guys. It's an NFL podcast, but we're all dolts when it becomes right. when it comes to the NFL draft. No so more. finally, Mark has stepped up and filled that role. Appreciate He's that. been researching for months. Good for yeah, you. We, the okay. world needed another mock draft. Will this you is, send me your notes? This I, is yeah. When uh, when they are <laughs> created, they will be sent to you. This will be the mock draft. Okay. Uh, can I add an item to the agenda? Yes. Uh, Ricky, you missed perhaps the most dominant performance in the Shield softball history last night. Play ball. I know. It really, it really. What happened? 20 to go, 2 yeah. victory in five Ooh. innings. Mercy rule. Mm. It and could have been about worth. 30 to nothing after three, I think. It, wow. We were wow. holding people on the bases. I mean, it was, mercy is the word. What's, Did you guys hit a home run? Did anyone? Wes yes. and I both. Uh, oh, yeah. Trippers. Wes has discovered launch angle this year and maybe some PEDs. Uh, but he's driving the ball up the gaps um, like I've never seen before. And I, I, I applaud this new direction. I'm more flexible. Do I don't you take know a shot of your inhaler before you get up to the plane? Every time. <laughs> um, What's the name of the team that you vanquished? I was, maybe we should bleep it out because it was a massacre. Shameful. It was a. It was like a major homicide. Yeah. Like a, like eleven people were killed in this game. We played who shot you, but big afterwards. Uh, <laughs> let me finish up the schedule. Then Thursday after the mock special mock draft, uh, the round one recap on Thursday night, and then Saturday we recap the whole draft. So that's coming up next week. Big week for the show. Um, let's get into the news. Hey Seattle. We got a deal. <laughs> Go Hawks. Go Hawks. But I'm going to see y'all in the morning. Good night. Time for y'all to go to bed. Finally, we can go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all in the morning. No. I mean, what species was that? The Russ. <laughs> I mean, is it, Colleen, tell me this. Wait, one thing. I, I think you guys are missing the subtext. What? They, they just f***ed. I know. That's <laughs> what I, like, why are they so, What? what is up? They're going to do Wilson it again. And Sierra, why are they I so obsessed it. of letting us know that they are sexually active? Like, they're just. This happens all the time, I Yes, feel like. they are two very beautiful people. But, like, I don't need to be in bed with you guys to find out the news that Russell Wilson got the extension. Like, it really bothers me. I'm like, like, all right, this is good. Great. Good for you guys. Look at this. You got a lot of money. You got a hot wife. What else? I Did I go too far? To the point no, where, like, <laughs> even though, play it again. Hey, Seattle. We got a deal. <laughs> go Hawks. Go Hawks. But I'm going to see y'all in the morning. Good night. Time for y'all to go to bed. Finally, we can go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all in the morning. Like, even their voice is like... The baritone? Yeah. Well, the yeah. voice is Vigorous what bothers me. Complete. Yeah, that, but that's... I don't like that. <laughs> it's like, well, we don't need it. No, the gravelly bedroom voice. Oh, this has been a, a trend. Russell Wilson's been changing his voice. Uh, Bomani Jones has been talking about it for a little while, since the Pro Bowl. Like, he has been changed. He's kind of... This code is a thing? Sw- he's code-switching back. I don't know which, which he talks about which is the real Russell, but he's definitely kind of 
leaning into this like lower voice. And Remember his Barry he's, White he's, register when he sung in oh front my of God. the statue? Yes. Yeah. The happy birthday. Have you guys ever done that? Like Have you guys Barry ever White. like changed your voice for something? Not to Barry White. I mean, <laughs> is that your Barry White? <laughs> no, not at all. We're gonna <laughs> later. We're gonna later in the show a little. You're the GM. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Voice modulation. Well, that's a for a functional segment. So. All right. Anyway, Russell Wilson in the news uh, agreed to a four-year, 140 million dollar deal um, with the Seahawks. The two sides. Wilson set that deadline April 15th, and guess what? The Seahawks complied. It's a new world order where the players are in control and they uh, settle on a four-year, $140 million deal, $107 million guarantee, and includes a no-trade clause that from Rap Sheet at $35 million per year, the extension would make Wilson the highest-paid p- player in the NFL, surpassing Aaron Rodgers' deal with the Packers. Uh, Colleen, um, Wilson, we had heard in, in the, the ramp-up to this that maybe he wanted some type of uh, – like share game changing yeah. type contract where it was connected to the salary cap, which of course uh, inflates every year. None of that happened, but at the end of the day, he still gets paid like a G and uh, he's worth every penny. Ultimately. I was actually kind of surprised when I saw that it came down, that the team actually met the deadline that he had in place like that. I feel like a lot of times that doesn't happen and then it kind of creates a situation and then obviously Russell Wilson wouldn't have talked about it because that was his whole thing. But I I mean, it's kind of nice that they they met him with that and look, now they can put that issue to bed. It's smart. I mean, the agent no more bed. Get it? No more Get bed. It? Can't take it anymore. The agent who doesn't have any other NFL clients, you know, parked there at their facility for five days. I mean, he was there five days before they were visiting him during like a Winnebago or something. No, he was just like (laughs) in an office and they would like come down and negotiate every once in a while or trade trade offers. Uh, You know what? What stuck out to me is like you said, the the players are kind of in control now. And then afterwards they've really pushed almost transparently that this no trade clause uh, being like the most important thing to them. It almost feels a little like, not a PR move, but it's like been really pushed hard by Russell Wilson and the agent to kind of counteract the what was going on before any thought that he was maybe trying to get out of town, which I don't think they were too comfortable with. That's what it comes down to. He's 30 years old. Seahawks are 75-36-1 in the regular season. Six of seven years, they've made the playoffs. They won a Super Bowl. Should have won another one, though. Russell Wilson played a role in that not happening. He's averaged 28 touchdown passes a season. Second all-time with a pass rating north of 100. These are the guys you do not let get away. So any of the speculation, Wes, that maybe they'll trade him, maybe they want to go cheaper because that's how they built the previous Seahawks powerhouse. Oh, stop it. You have a potential Hall of Famer in your building. You don't let him get out. Yeah, I think football Twitter has taken this new tack where they decide that teams can't win Super Bowls if they pay their quarterback. So just because it has, just because Julian Edelman caught a circus catch, preventing Matt Ryan from winning a Super Bowl as one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league, I don't buy into that for a bit. Of course, the degree of difficulty is harder when your quarterback is making 18 to 19 percent of the cap, but your degree of difficulty is way harder when you don't have a quarterback making that much and you have a bad quarterback. I think both sides clearly, overtly wanted this to happen, and I love any deal. That removes from our life, not just now in this offseason, into next season, but in all of next offseason and the one even potentially after where you have potential drama of a trade to the Giants, all this other nonsense. All of that is cleared away. All those storylines, all those potentially written articles, all those debates, all those false NFL Network hits, none of them exist. And shorter, they have all been removed from our life. And, and these shorter deals are a trend too now, like for the quarterbacks. Makes I think sense. Kirk Cousins helped it. That Russell Wilson, if he follows the – you know, track record of some of the best quarterbacks in the league will get paid another big contract. He might be the highest paid player in the league at three different points in his career. Not bad. Yay for uh, baseball agents. Let's move on. Josh Rosen, his uh, um, career with the Cardinals, obviously in doubt. Uh, He's been quiet, although he has been taking part in voluntary workouts in Arizona. He spoke to SITV 
this week and had this to say about his situation. I think when people talk about, like, you can't listen to criticism or don't ever read articles, like, you have to be aware of what's going on to a certain extent. So, like, I definitely understand the situation. I mean, it's annoying, but, like, it is what it is. Football is a business, and I, I definitely respect the, the higher-ups and their decisions. The guy's in a, a very tough spot, obviously. And for what it's worth, Greg, and I know you were um, out of town for parts of this week, but I'm sure you are aware of what's going on on the Twitterverse. Daniel Jeremiah went from being 90% certain that Kyler Murray was going to be the first overall pick uh, on Monday to 65% or 60% on Tuesday, and then yesterday, Wednesday, back to 85%, just so you know. Also, but that was based off of the Redskins' visit. So he went from 90% confidence down to 60% on Monday because of the scheduled visit that Kyler had to the Redskins, and then when Kyler canceled the visit to the Redskins, mm. DJ's confidence shot right back, back up. up. I, Thank I, you for the context of that. Yeah, no problem. I like Got what you. DJ said of don't believe anything you hear the next couple of weeks. That was the thing, you know, a week ago. So I'm going to include DJ's percentage flop, you know, <laughs> flip-flopping in that mix. Was that on your program here on NFL Network? It was. That's the only How reason about a little plug I remember. Hey, to. path to the draft. Check it out. 6 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Nice. But really on Fridays. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Will he get traded? This could be uh, – it could happen soon. It could not happen at all. That kind of that stinks for him, though, too. I mean, you you would think when a team gives up that much draft capital to move up and draft a quarterback, he's there. He thinks he's going to be the guy, and then all of a sudden, everything changes. New head coach, and obviously Cliff Kingsbury's connections to Kyler Murray. It stinks to be in Josh Rosen's position because he thinks he's thought this whole time that he was the man, and now all of a sudden he could go anywhere. It's good luck for SITV. They've got the you know this little documentary series planned or whatever it is with Josh Rosen. That's where this came from. So now people are going to tune in. A little more news. <laughs> Look at that. Nice right. media watch update. On Wednesday, <laughs> the NFL released its 2019 regular season schedule. So many takeaways. And I know the heroes were busy on the website. I did a write-up on the top revenge games. Greg, you did something on the hardest schedules. Mark, you did something on the easiest schedule. Most forgiving is how they Most titled it. Most forgiving. Yeah. West, does Ali Bunpari know that uh, not to go near you when it comes to the schedule? So you didn't write anything, or uh, did you write something? Apparently, that's the case, and I feel a little <laughs> guilty about it. You could have stopped that. You could have stopped that sentence after knows not to get near you. <laughs> it's like they haven't spoken in months. So let's just go quickly through some of the notable things. Yes, the Thursday night kickoff is Packers at Bears. This is the 100th anniversary season. These are two of the oldest franchises. So there it is. So instead, the Patriots although they're the defending champions, will still instead play the week one Sunday night game against the Steelers. Great football game. Uh, let's see what else is out there. Uh, Browns-Jets uh, on Monday night in week two. Mm. That'll be fun. That is a throwback to the first ever Monday night football game back in September 1970. Um, we have London games. What are the London games, boys? Do we know? Well, there are plenty of them, and I will begin to look. All right, you look that up, and I'll tell you Thanksgiving. uh, Bears at Lions, uh, the early game. Bills at Cowboys, interesting, uh, the 430 game Eastern. And then Saints at Falcons, an NFC rivalry renewed uh, for the late game on Thanksgiving. Hmm. Um, Josh Allen, they're they're only real. They don't have a primetime game. They're Literally the only team, the Bills, that don't have a primetime game all year. But Thanksgiving's a better spot, a bigger spot. It's a, it's a, that's an interesting one to think about. Because it, 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 that is the biggest day of football. It's kind of underrated. Like Bears-Lions last year, I think, was the highest rated football game of the entire season. Everybody which is almost, watches it. Which is almost a shame because it was like Chase Daniel and, you know, like a 17 to 14 game. It's part of the fabric of our country. Having Even if it's on in the background, on Thanksgiving Day, it will be playing. Now we throw it to Mark, who's been doing research over there. Not yet. Uh, it's very easy. <laughs> Just type London Games NFL. I have found them. Here we go. Okay. Henry's, Henry's Twitter feed would have it. Uh, well, here we go. So it is uh, – there are four London games. The Bears at Raiders – which is Sunday, October 6th in Tottenham, Greg's home, home uh, stadium, the one he loves. I believe it's Tottenham. 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 But Panthers. Well, no, you're right. Panthers Ghost versus Bears. Bucks. The following week, Bucks are Bengals, Rams later in October, and then the Texans and the Jaguars. And this time, they're hoping to make this actually happen in Mexico City. Uh, the Chiefs versus the Chargers, a Monday night game. Right, of course, the, the game that got 
axed last year and moved back to L.A. because of field concerns at disgraceful Which Mark scenario. Kind of. Correct sandwich, right. kind of. Well, enough with kind of. Yeah, Strike that. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> enough with this nonsense. The Bucks but. and Panthers are in London, too, and their schedule kind of stinks for Bucks fans because the last they, they start with uh, – the 49ers at home, then the Panthers on the road, and then the Giants. On a at Thursday home. night game, they get the first Thursday right. night game. That's their only primetime game for Cam Newton. But then after the September 22nd, they don't have a home game again until November 10th. Right, and that's it's the same thing with the Raiders, where they're on the road for seven weeks straight. And the Bucks one isn't just like you're on the road. They're on the road against the Rams and the Saints, and then London, uh-huh. like the two best teams from the NFC a year ago, and then you come back for a couple other uh, tough home games in Tennessee and Seattle. Like, that's that's brutal. The Eagles brutal. got screwed, too. They're the only team in the league that has three straight road games. Yeah, but come on. They're, they're in the NFC. Who? They're in the NFC. The Eagles? Yeah. Come on. You got a little party in your, in your case. You're in a five-year period. Please. You could just – Playing with house back. money right now. It's a house you money. Can't, that still doesn't work at this point. <laughs> doesn't just reset. Um, let's move on. Good schedule stuff. Yes, check out um, NFL.com. I think they're playing up all those articles. And Wes, maybe it's time to sit down with Ali and just have a, a mano y mano chat about where your relationship's at. Apparently, I didn't know it was that bad, but maybe I should. <laughs> and we talked about this today on NFL Network, Greg, and we will talk about more things on Friday. Uh, in fact, uh, great comebacks, Marks. And, and I know comebacks are something that are very important to you. Comeback Colonels with Mark Sessler. Comeback Colonels with Mark Sessler. Forgot about this. Comeback <laughs> what a hit. With Mark Sessler. Comeback Colonels. Really forgot about this Mark one. Who wrote this, Dylan? Comeback Colonels with catchy. Mark Sessler. Comeback Colonels with Mark Sessler. <laughs> that was the best part. That was good. All right, let's move on. Tom Coughlin, the Jaguars' executive vice president, said Thursday that players were absent from the beginning of phase one of offseason workouts. Quote, we're close to 100% attendance, and quite frankly, all of our players should be here. I mean, he's still doing this stuff. The old military man, Tom Coughlin West. You know, with the, with the collective bargaining agreement coming up, are we going to – do away with this farce of voluntary. If you have guys going on record saying, I, I expect you here, stop calling it voluntary. I, I agree with that in principle, in theory, but the one exception I would make is Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Fournette for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They had so many issues last year with commitment, with the clubhouse, with teamwork, with chemistry, and Jalen Ramsey, I don't know what he's doing with his career, but Hmm. Well, I don't know what's going on with Playing him. Playing great football for the most part. Not last year. Played, played well. I mean, he was an all-pro defensive player of the year type of candidate the year before, and last year he was average. Well, there's no question that Leonard Fournette deserves to be in that spotlight. I just find that there's no other team I can really think of around the NFL where there is a non-coach, non-GM Consistently issuing these demands, but he about is players. the GM. Here's, the th- I mean, like he is, he is what Mike Tannenbaum was in in Miami, although more more with like a microphone. But I he's, get that he he's has, in charge. Everyone knows I Caldwell's that, not in then, charge. Then I would say, then I would say, eliminate the ruse and remove this GM in waiting, or go be the coach at the same time. Eliminate just, him in what way? Rem- remove him from the organization. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, he's if you're going to have a false GM, like either, like <laughs> just seems GM. he's he want he's in a role, you're the but false he wants GM? to be all these other roles. <laughs> New segment. Get rid of like, come on, Coughlin, get in your lane. He definitely isn't buying into sort of the Belichick or Parcells idea that there's one voice in the organization because Coughlin wants to be one of the voices. I just don't like speaking you know. for your coach. Then obviously the coach yeah. is going to have to go answer for it too. It's like, are you on the same page? Well, Why can't the, Doug Marone say that? Is Coughlin Marone's boss? Yeah, oh yeah, of course. So, sure. Then he could say whatever he it wants. Just is, boss. It feels messy to me, but maybe it's an But isn't this just like conditioning at this point? Like, They're just I mean, lifting weights. They yeah. can. I feel like it's not that big of a deal because they can work out with their own personal trainers and then if they show up out of shape, then yeah, that's a problem. Which, which for with Fournette it has been. Right. But yeah, Coughlin's you know right. gonna gonna 
not Coughlin's be too popular. Coughlin. He is. Gunnar Coughlin. Um, I mean, Tom Brady is not only not at like the workouts, but doesn't go to the OTA. There are plenty of. But it used to be like you, like a player didn't have access to proper conditioning techniques back in the '80s if you weren't in the right. That is absolutely the opposite now. Like going right. there is just simply a check the box. I'm enthusiastic type thing. Guys used to in the off season used to smoke a pack of cigarettes a day and work at the toll booth <laughs> to make ends meet. Uh, now, now they're the toll. They're athletes. They're round, year round athletes. Well, my issue with this is that any team that hopes to be a contender would want its best player, its best players, its team leaders to step up and be that guy. And Jalen Ramsey has not been that guy. He's been the opposite of that guy with I, the Jaguars. I hear you. I just don't know because, and I, I don't know. Maybe you're right. I just don't know if it makes any difference in terms of your leadership with the team, whether you're at weightlifting in April. That's fair. You know, those toll booth jobs pay pretty good. Do they? Yeah. I almost, oh, yeah. I almost did it. Really? <laughs> You'd be a government employee, I would imagine. Yeah. That's doing, a job. Doing, yeah, because you're getting a lot of now easy pass came in. And, doing fine. You know, I heard that's the highest suicide rate in jobs. No, that's air traffic controller. No, that's dentist. Everyone what? knows that's dentist. Yeah, I've heard dentist. Really? Yeah. But air, I've also air heard air traffic air control. Air traffic control. Yeah, air, air traffic control. Mark, can you get a Google on that? Dentists too? are doing, they're doing financially well. Typically, I don't know what's at what's at the. I mean, they're it sounds okay, like a but you know, I think it's con- a. It's the same thing every day, and then b. It's but so con- is every, every it's, job. It's yeah. con- I think this job is. But also, the newest <laughs> list have journalists on there. It's confronting uh, yeah. a group of people every day who don't like being with you, that don't like well, to that, visit you, and you're out. making their lives unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, little uh, let's take a, a quick spin over to the throne of ease. The Patriots tweeted out a video on Wednesday. Rob Gronkowski, the retired uh, tight end, is seen showcasing his best batting stance uh, with the Lombardi Trophy during the Red Sox opening day last week. And he squares up for a bunt in the video, and then he hits a ball, a pitch from Julian Edelman, and he dented the Lombardi Trophy. Uh, what a rascal. Hey, that's the best contact the Red Sox have had all year. You know what I'm saying? Sign Gronk up. Put him in the two-hole. <laughs> I am enjoying this Red Sox start, I have to say. Uh, put him in the two-hole. I have some distressing news when you are ready. Yes. I looked at a CNN <laughs> report, so we came to, oh, it's came, it's like it came from CNN. You guess you, you can trust it. Like, the number two hole for the worst um, rate for people offing themselves is arts, design, entertainment, sports, and media jobs. What? Mm. No, it's Makes not. Sense. Behind what? construction workers. Wow. I don't see dentists anywhere on this list. But, that checks mm. out. So it's almost it, maybe that it's strikes one of those, me as like, odd. Urban legends. That's or, not too odd. Just I think it's lo- low pay, long hours, not much time off, and people don't like you. I mean, yeah. arts, design, entertainment, sports, and media is also like a massive category of individuals, many of them failing at I what I have never met a happy designer. You're right. Ever. They're very disgruntled. Um, so Gronk dented the trophy, and I don't know, I, I'm, I refuse to watch the video or read any further on this, but if I'm the Patriots and you have six of them, leave the dent because it's like, oh, it's how we'll remember Gronk. He was so crazy. <laughs> don't take the dent out is what I'm saying. Leave the dent. They're not going to take the yeah. dent out for yeah. now. They're going to leave it just, you know, and then they might fix it in the future. He was such a wild guy. We loved him so much. <laughs> Who's that, Jason McCourty? Is that your Jason McCourty <laughs> That's voice? my McCourty. No, it's Devin, actually. Uh, also, uh, in Patriots news, uh, they signed Demarius Thomas to a one-year deal, the former Pro Bowl uh, wide receiver coming off an Achilles tear uh, in his pit stop in Houston last year. So now he reunites with... Uh, Patriots offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels, who's the head coach over with the Broncos during uh, mm. Thomas's heydays. 31, um, Greg, and like I said, coming off a very serious lower body injury. Are you expecting this man to make an impact? No. Or break camp with the team? It just seems like Belichick's trying to make, you know, the degree of difficulty on this season as high as possible <laughs> just so he can prove it. I mean, I hope he does as well as all these other former McDaniels players that he's brought in, like Greg Salas. And Brandon Gibson, Greg Salas, and, and Stephen Jackson. Ooh, please, Tim Tebow. I guess he draft. Yeah, he drafted Thomas, so that's probably the best thing he's ever done in Denver. Um, also, in uh, mentioned one retired player in Gronk, Zach Miller, another tight end, announces his retirement um, from the NFL. The Bears um, tight end suffered that gruesome um, 
knee dislocation, tore up a ton of ligaments in week eight of the 2017 season. Bears kept him on their roster, um, I guess under the hopes that he could come back, but it was too much, and he's older as well. So uh, that is definitely not – this is not a fun topic, nor is looking up suicide stuff, but uh, one of the worst injuries I've ever seen on a football field. Uh, is that Zach Miller? I will not be watching that. I think the bright side to that was not every team operates in uniform fashion when you have players that suffer these injuries. The Bears, I think they basically knew this guy will never be the same and will likely never play again and stuck with him and continued to provide for him yeah, good through on his entire. I mean, that's not he, every team does that. Bottom line, it was so. a, it's awesome. He won the Ed Block Courage Award for the team. He was around the team all year. Very popular guy. His entire career makes Tyler Eifert seem lucky. Zach Miller was one of those guys, kind of a George Kittle level athlete at tight end, a former quarterback, converted to tight end and showed so much potential earning his career with the Jaguars and just got hurt every single year. Uh, and finally in the news, so happy trail, Zach Miller. Ryan Fitzpatrick was shown in a, in a video that uh, went viral uh, jogging with his new team, the Dolphins, and seemed to be carrying a little extra in the carriage. It's the offseason. Yeah. Uh, and he was – because Ryan Fitzpatrick is an affable fellow that everyone likes. He's a guy that you could actually, in the scrum with reporters, you could ask him about his belly, and he'll give you an answer and a funny one. Here's what the Harvard alum had to say. I would say I'm in, I'm in peak offseason form. Uh, I think two <laughs> weeks ago I was in peak offseason form. You know, I, the, thing, the thing with me is uh, you know, I, I have seven kids uh, – so in January we have three birthdays. So we've got, you know, family birthday party which includes cake, and then we've got a friend's birthday party which includes cake. So that's six times in January. We've got three birthdays in March: March 1st, March 6th, and March 11th. Which again, that's a tough stretch. That's cake uh, six out of what is that? Ten or eleven days. And so. Uh, then we've got an April birthday, so it doesn't slow down. But now that the birthdays are behind me, and I think I'm going to try to go from peak off-season form, uh, maybe down to peak in-season form, I'll be okay. Should be a cakewalk. Was that you, Colleen? I, you know what? I, I love whoever did that. I love that person. She did a nice, that was also, a nice who, bit. Who brought the wind chimes? I know. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> that was a nice touch. So hanging from a gutter with like your aunt reading a book <laughs> underneath it? And drinking a big iced tea or a big Chardonnay. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Fitz kind of reminds me of Connor Orr. He's got that deadpan, yes. deadpan delivery. Good call. Good yeah. call. Um, that's what's happening in the news. Ah, this is from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Hey, guys. Hey. It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late to find yourself at a railway crossing waiting for a train. Mm, yes. Ooh. Always. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you can feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. <laughs> well, don't ever. Trains are going a lot faster than you expect them to be, and they don't, and they can't stop. Even if the engineer hits the brakes the right way, it can take a train over a mile to stop. By that time, what used to be your car is just a crashed hunk of metal, and what used to be you, well... Better not think about that. The point is, you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop, even if it sees you. The result is a disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on its way, and you just need to remember one thing. Stop. Hmm. Trains can't. It's a good message for us on our way down to San Diego. Trains going all throughout the town. I was down there earlier this week. Almost got run over. Solid PSA. All right, it's time to get into it, let the festivities begin. You're the GM. Well, Greg, what is You're the GM? Tell tell our new listeners. It is a uh, recurring segment we've done before the draft where we, one general manager played by any, any one of us makes a call to another uh, proposing a trade that would make some, some, some fun sense. It's got role-playing. It's got uh, laughter. It's sometimes got songs involved. It's fun for the whole no family. Time. Laid out beautifully, Greg. Laid out so beautifully that you're going to get us going. Uh-oh. Ooh. Ooh, hey now. Lead off. All right. Um, I didn't even think who who am I going to call here. Uh, <laughs> really? Hashtag show. Point. Well, I mean, uh, no, I mean like which person here? Uh, which got individual? It, got it. I'm, I'm strategy to it. Yeah. I, I'm Jay Gruden. Washington Redskins head coach, Jay Gruden. And uh, I'll be calling uh, his brother, John Gruden, played by Colleen. All right. 
No general managers involved here, but still, we're having fun. Johnny here. Oh, still ringing. <laughs> hey, it's John. John, what's going on? Stray Gruden here. Oh, Jay. How you doing? Uh, great to talk to you, brother. Uh, How's mom? Well, she loves me more. You know, I think that's always been uh, <laughs> something that's bothered you, hasn't it? It's well, kind of why I walk through life feeling so comfortable. Glad I'm on the opposite coast. Uh, let me suck that teat, you know, longer oh, what? and Wait, what? longer. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I forgot about Jay Gruden and the teat sucking. <laughs> oh, he does love the teat. That's oh, right. Oh, well done. Okay. Call back. Can I Call hang back. up on you? <laughs> no, you're a uh, lot, lot going on uh, with, with John Gruden uh, and the Raiders these days. <laughs> yes, there is, Jay. A <laughs> lot of rumors that you're trading a quarterback. I know you love Derek Carr, that you're too afraid to, to trade him, that you don't want to get blocked on Twitter. So I got a deal for you. I will trade you the number 16 pick in this draft, our first round pick, mm -hmm. to move up to your first round pick, I will throw in Josh Norman. You guys love old veterans there in, mm -hmm. in, in Oakland. Mm -hmm. I will throw in next year's first round pick. Ooh. And I will throw in all the secrets that Bruce Allen has on you that uh, he's held over you your mm -hmm. whole career. Secrets. Shoot. He will no longer use those anymore. All right. Wow. What? Okay. Uh, all right. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, uh, there's a lot for me to to dig into there. I'm not sure what secrets uh, Brucey has on me. How do you think he's lasted in the NFL for 20 years, John? <laughs> What's the deal again, no Jay? N the no first first round pick this year, Josh Norman, and next year's first to move up for us to go draft our quarterback to the number four spot. Okay. Uh, well, we do have three first-rounders, and you are my brother, but you did remind me that mom loves you more. So not going to do it. You, you, come Sorry. on. You got, you got the Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> uh-uh. Just because of the mom thing? Just because of the mom thing. Listen, you've always had a cakewalk through life, Jay, all right? It's not going to be this time. Call somebody else. Wow. Like, don't open the call with, like, a deep human scar. <laughs> exactly. That's the lesson. Mm. Yeah. Like, that is that is bargaining and negotiation 101. Don't start with, like, one of the, like, worst cheap shots you could take at somebody. By the way, the Redskins have the 15th pick. 15th pick. So, all right. For the rest of us, so the Redskins give up two firsts and Josh Norman to get the number four pick. I, I, I kind of wonder and Peterson there too. But I kind of wonder why the Raiders wouldn't think longer about that. If that's how decisions are being made, that you might now. Mike Mayock left out in the dark on that decision, you know, which does not seem unusual. Well, I think these are the two guys running their running their teams. I think Dwayne Haskins is like a lot of people think he's kind of a rich man's at, at his best, a rich man's Andy Dalton or, or Kirk Cousins. Think he'd fit nicely. If you're a rich man's Andy Dalton, you are comfortably on the right side of the Dalton yeah. line, Dalton scale. So I, I think you, take that. you move up to number four. I would. They if finally I, have a future. If I wasn't John Gruden in this situation, I would do it. Who's a rich man's and Andy Dalton? Dwayne. I, th I think kind of a thought of Dwayne Haskins, kind of like a rich man's cousins or Dalton, like that really? West Coast. Yeah, well, kind of that West Coast. Not not a high it upside. Reminds me of Byron Leftwich. A high, not I mean, a high. We'll find upside. out if that's true. Yeah, we'll find out. But that great timing, West Coast type of quarterback, very accurate, smart. It's it's it sucks to hear the family squabble that yeah. we get in the way of potential. But business. illuminating. Them. I I do think like Jay Gruden walks through life with a certain sort of confidence that you know I think his parents loved him more than John. John's got that that edge on his. I mean, he's one of the greatest himself. arena players in history. Of course, he's walking with. <laughs> I feel like you're working with his... some assumptions there, but. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. I will go next. Um, I will play the role of Packers general manager Brian Guntekunst. Guti. And I will be calling Chris Wessling in the role of Bengals general manager slash owner Mike Brown. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mikey here. Brian Gutekunst's office, please hold! 
Ich komm mit dem Soundtrack Einmal sein und das war's Während ich schreibe, schreibe für Headshots Du reibe für Nacht What is this? Caterwauling Mit die Tyson in Schlag Wir fördern dich direkt von der Straße hinein In den Sarg Ich schlag die Zeilen hinein In den Stein auf den Brian Gut... Brian Gutekus here. What's up? Is this Mike? This is Mike. Uh, don't you have any Tommy Dorsey? I, Some big band music? What's going on with that? We're very proud of our heritage here uh, in Green Bay. And um, my parents raised me to be a good German boy. So if you have an issue with the whole music, maybe we don't need to be on the phone right now. You called me, son. <laughs> How old are you, by the way, Mike? 83 going on 130. All right, Mike. I, you know, we don't usually do business. In fact, I'm new to this job still. I don't do business with anyone. I don't know if we've ever spoken before. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, I don't know how I got your number. I didn't even know you had a phone. But all these—it's a rotary. Yeah, all these things um, set aside. I want to do business with you, and I'll tell you why. Let's be honest. You are not going anywhere with the current roster you have, and that's not to say you're never going to go anywhere. Um, you just need. Who do you think you are? This is great. I am Brian Gutekunst. I am Goody. So dismissive. Respect Goody. Um, I am. My team is a win now outfit right now. Okay. I thought you were six and nine. Yes, but that's the past. I believe with Aaron Rodgers and a new coaching staff, we are ready to get back into contention in the NFC. Which means, I believe. I want to add parts, and I think I, I need to add parts to get over the hump. Now, I look at your roster, Mike, and I see uh, you're in the middle of nowhere. You're a man without a country right now, and that's why I want to take a certain superstar wide receiver off your hands, a man on the wrong side of 30, and with a wide receiver um, that has maybe two peak years left, and I know he wants to get paid and all that, are you going to be winning a Super Bowl in the next two or three years? I don't think so. so With A.J. Green on my roster, I, might, I just might. Well, we'll see. My point I is. I need a quarterback who can win a playoff game. You need more assets. And I need a number one receiver to, or a number two receiver to pair with Devontae Adams. So this is what I'm going to offer you. Get ready. And respect me. I'm Guti. Actually, can you hold on one second? Oh, wow. Press your luck. <laughs> That felt more Mike Brownish for a minute there. This feels like a circus from hell. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Uh, sorry, I had to get my paperwork. All right, here we go. I am willing to give you my first pick uh, next week. That's 12 overall. And my third, 75 overall. And Mike, I don't know if you know, but the second and third round picks are very val valuable. <laughs> Come here and sit on my knee and I'll tell you what's valuable. In exchange for AJ Green and a four, and that's the one ten. Oh, you what you don't you not only want my best player, you want me to kick in another draft pick too? Wow. I'll await your response. We we don't do business like that. What do you mean? Come with a better offer. You're you want right, the best player on my team. You want me to forfeit contention. You call me a man without a country. I'm supposed to give up my team, and you want me to also throw in a draft pick on top of that? Pass no. interference needed to be changed. We needed to have a look at it to fix it. We couldn't have it happen again, what happened in the Superdome. Bad job by you voting against you it. You and everyone else will rue the day you passed that law. You, sir, are classless. But mm. let's not end this phone call on a bad note. <laughs> oh, why? I mean, why just call them Glala. Uh, yeah, I take that back. I apologize, Mike. Didn't, didn't need to happen. It's the um, first sign of respect you've shown me in the 10 minutes we've been on the horn together. All right, champ. How about you? Champ. Uh, Listen here, biscuit. <laughs> all right, Chief, ace, goose, what if I, what if I take What if I take that four off the board? Okay. Take the four off the board. Uh, my first and third for AJ Green. I'm going to need more than that. I think about it because some of what you say is true. Am I really going to win a Super Bowl with A.J. Green in his prime in the next couple of years? Okay, but you're asking me to give up a lot. I'm going to need the number 12, the number 75, and 2020 third-round pick on top of that. Hmm. Hmm. For A.J. Green? For A.J. Green. Can you throw in a fifth? No, I'm not throwing in anything. I'm throwing Six. in the best player on my team, and I'm throwing the towel on my Super Bowl aspirations. Oh, please, Mike. You're in fantasy land. 
Hey, I want to win a title. Marvin Lewis said it a few years ago. Do you? I'm trying to win a title before Mike Brown Bro, leaves you, you this just, earth. You just employed Marvin Lewis for 18 years. You're telling me you're trying to win a title. Best coach I ever had. Have you ever seen David Shula? It's an odd friend. Bruce Coslett. <laughs> you know what, Mike? I respect the hell out of you. Uh, Do you, though? I know it doesn't come out that way. I respect you so much, I'm going to take you on that offer. A first, a third, and a third in 2020. And now I got Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and A.J. Green at Lambeau. Let's fly. Thank you for doing business. A little contentious, but business got done. Hey, those are – you know what? When you're talking about guys in these high uh, positions of power, there's a lot of ego involved. And that's what we saw. But they're also businessmen, and we did business. I like it. Good time to be a Bengals fan. Who, by the way, <laughs> uh, how, how? what would be the fan reaction to that? People would l- love it for the Packers and say the Bengals got hoodwinked. You think so? A first and two-thirds? But, I, I mean, would a realistic Bengals fan have to take Goody's point of view to some degree? That Where are you going with A.J. Green and Andy Dalton over the next two or three years? It's almost as much as Odell got, and he's in his prime. And a better player. That's true. I don't know if I trust it, what Mike Brown to do anything with those picks that's going to change right. the team further. That's the other issue. Well, I don't right. think you, Mike Brown's making picks anymore. I think right. that's you a, can make, that's a good thing. They, you know, you can make – how many picks have they made in the last 10, 20 years? How many are close to as good as A.J. Green? Fair. <laughs> Colleen, you're up. <sighs> All right, here we go. I am going to be Bruce Allen, mm. and I'm calling Steve Keim who will be played by Mark Sessler. Okay. All right. Say it again. It is... Oh, sorry. Bruce Allen calling Steve Kime. Kime. Okay. The Kime bomb here. Hey, Kime bomb. It's Brucey, baby. Bruce. Listen, I want Josh. We know you're taking Kyler. I feel like the jig is up, my man. I have not... uh... I, you know, this whole media maelstrom, the idea that we're giving up Josh Rosen, I don't know where it's coming from. We are very committed to him as a player, and we're still looking at other players as well, Bruce. So you're not open for business for Josh. Didn't say that either, but I just don't like the presumption of you rolling in within the first 15 seconds of the call trying to, you know— Push me around left and right. Steve Kleinbaum does not get moved off his seat. He's weighty. Listen, I'd like to get this done before uh, I crush this breakfast burrito. So <laughs> let's figure this out. What's it going to take to get Josh? I mean, Josh is a first-round quarterback that we still view with that level of, uh, you know, he based on his potential, I don't think that we'd even give him away for what we got him last year. I want a first-round pick plus. This is a quarterback with excessive Excessive future potential. Well, that's where Kimbaum is starting. There's no sense in pussyfooting around here. We'll send you our first. Speak to rounder, yourself. All right, mm. we'll, we'll send you the fifth wow. pick, and then uh, maybe uh, not a second. What about a third? How third in what year? Third. What year is the third occurring in? Next year. How about this? You throw in a fifth next year as well, and we could be talking some business. I think uh, I think this could happen. Listen, me and the wife, we're coming out to Sedona in June. We'd like to take you guys out, too, as well. We'll throw that in to spice Throw the up dinner the in there as well. I, I think the deal. Um, Off you know, the table. I am taking the deal. I am taking the deal. This is going to put Kimebaum back in very high standing with the organization from top to bottom. It's needed. Josh Rosen, he's a Redskin. Thank you, baby. I think I got quite a good deal there. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I, I think Bruce Allen's going to get fired. Yeah, I got fleeced. <laughs> I like he just started throwing in extra picks after the first round pick just for fun. You should have kept going. See if you could get like, I, another first. I didn't want to like I, I was very happy with the haul, as they would say. So you got a first and a fifth and a third and yeah. a third future and dinner. And dinner. Fold the Redskins. Rosen, Fold the whole franchise. Rosen's value just went up from a year ago significantly. I love it. And you know Jay Gruden does not know about it because he operates, obviously, in his own right. channel. So Yeah. yeah. Listen, From, we're desperate for a quarterback. By the way, you could break character now. But <laughs> I have my hands in my pockets. Did you know the, there's, like, the streets talking that they may be lucky to get a three? Yeah. Did anybody talk to Bruce before this phone call? <laughs> no. There's a reason. I mean, I think there's a reason why Bruce Allen's going to be 
ranked, I think, dead last on my GM rankings. Which but for is real, do you, think they, this do you think they will get a first rounder? No. I don't know. Everything we're hearing is that there's, there's just not enough interest in him and he, there's no market. I think they'd be happy at this point to get like a mid second or whatever. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that would be I think a it'll win I think it'll point. be actually a second or a third. Unless you hold on to him till someone I think goes it's a good down. Move. I think it's a good move. Well, you do have a potential quarterback solution. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> He Kate. just gave up a first No, I mean Rosen. Oh, oh, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Interesting. I mean, if it works for the Redskins and he plays eight good years, no one's going to care. We're on fire, by the way. I don't think we had two deals consummated in the first two years that we've done this. So we are two for three right now. Wes, you're up. And yet my, you know, the the, the first Gruden deal was the best deal on the table. Give me a break. That, ah. Well, that got soiled by some family stuff that was beyond us. <laughs> Should have called Bruce Allen, not that went far not back. Jay, not I John. actually had a Bruce Allen one, but I've got a backup. Okay. I am Bill Belichick, mm. and Greg is Bucks general manager Jason Light. Mm-hmm. I like Never this. Never heard that man speak. <laughs> <laughs> Take it anywhere you want. You know, really become the character. Give voice to it. He's manly. He's a masculine man. Man, Bruce Allen. Whew. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> Jason Light here. Hey, Slappy. It's your old boss, Doom. <laughs> oh, broken. oh, Mr. Belichick. Congrats yeah. on all that arm twisting you had to do to get Bruce Harians out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> arm twisting. <laughs> what a great guy, Foxhole guy. I'd follow him anywhere unless I was a tight end. You know what I mean? <sighs> well, it's, just, it's just a pleasure to hear this. the funny Belichick everyone talks about behind the scenes. Well, you know your new coach isn't going to use O.J. Howard. Let's talk about him. This guy famously said, you know, I got no use for fullbacks. You see what he did with tight ends in Arizona? I need a re- replacement for Gronk. Let's <laughs> let's get this O.J. Howard deal done. Uh, second round pick. <laughs> so grumpy. I know. Second round pick this year. Third round pick. I got a couple extra of each of them. Let's do it. Second and a third huh. for O.J. Howard. So 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 what's the offer, Bill? <laughs> One one second? A second and a third this year for O.J. Howard. You've already gotten the two cheap years out of him. you gotta, you got to start paying him soon. Mm. We'll take him off your hands. I need a Gronk. Wow, Bill. <laughs> your picks are at the end of the round. You got those comp- compensatory picks. You got six picks in the first three rounds. O.J. Howard is a first-round pick, and he's played like a first-round pick. I, I, I want your first-round pick. And your third round pick. Mm. And and let's be honest, why are you even trying anymore? You've accomplished everything. Look, I get it. You drafted him. He's yours. You know, just like Ronald Jones and Aguayo. He's stuck to your name forever. I get it. But what's it going to look like when your head coach won't even use your first round draft pick? He's a tight end. Come on. First round pick, please. <laughs> this is going to pass out. I love this. <laughs> So you're insulting me now? I mean, uh, that, that's got to get a, a good, better yeah. deal. I taught you everything you know except using a second-round pick on a kicker light. <laughs> Yikes. O.J. Howard's one of the best first-round picks we made. It's going to cost a first to come back. But if you, if you, I'll make it a first and a fourth, and I'll do the deal with uh, a little consideration of Pink Pony, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, Light, <laughs> you're like Mangini. You're dead to me now. Don't ever talk to me again. Mm. Wow. Oh, There's a pattern now that any deal involving Greg does not get consummated. It ends in an angry way. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a fair offer, OJ Howard. Would you, I mean, right. All right. First I would be, fourth, by the way, yeah. I would First be and fifth? very upset if the Patriots got OJ Howard, who's an excellent young tight end. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah, I don't want him going anywhere near New England. If he was like going into his second year and not his third, maybe the first round pick. But you're not getting really any. You're only getting what one or two more cheap years out of him before you got to pay him. I don't know. And that's not worth a first. It's round all pick. pro talent, though. You know, beyond just the money. First yeah, round pick seems twenty four years old. Hot. I mean, he was a first oh. round pick, and he's great. Right, but you've already got most of the value out of him by you having those cheap years. I mean, you got him on there. Got him under He's contract. In your building. You got him under contract three years for the you know next for like ten million dollars. Yeah, just that's, give that's that to pretty the amazing. 
Maybe there was yeah. some middle ground. He's there making less. He's making less, less money over the next three years than Jesse James is. Please, I'd take him. I mean, that's Keep the him. Lions' fault. Now, I was hoping it just didn't happen because it started to get ugly. But mm. just the first for Howard straight up, I would have been curious who would say no in that scenario. That's a good question. I guess we'll never know. Wait, <laughs> the face will have to. That's the way the game works. <laughs> You're the GM. Lost moments. Uh, we just got oh, uh, breaking news. Bruce Allen's been fired, mm. so he's been let go. <laughs> uh, that lunch in Sedona is going to happen. Someone Very else is going to pay for it. Sedona. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry to Bruce and his family, uh, but uh, that's what happens. You're the GM, and sometimes on the phone, careers change in an instant. Mark Sessler, you're up. All right, this one is from Jets payroll assistant Hal Borowitz to Patriots coach Bill Belichick, played by Dan. I am who? Bill Belichick. Oh, I got a channel west. Is here. he dead? Yeah. Right. What? <laughs> what? Hi, Bill. It's Hal Borowitz. Remember me? Former Patriots ball boy. Oh, come on. I'm still living in that dingy apartment you put me up in Yonkers. Bill at 35 Pine Street. Oh, it's right by the raceway. It's a nice, a nice spot. That nice. dog you and Jonathan Kraft sent me, Gorgo. Gorgo is alive and well, but I must say it's expensive to feed him, Bill. Gor- Gorgo yeah. only eats raw slabs of meat. Very expensive. And I have to go to this underground butcher shop that's only open at night. <laughs> Gorgo makes me uneasy, Bill. Even when I drive to work, the 61.8 miles from 35 Pine Street in Yonkers to Florham Park, I can still hear Gorgo talking to me. Gorgo has been telling me to call you, Bill. To call you up on the phone. What's happening? About Sam. (laughs) I am in Mike Mack's office like you asked me to be. Linda, hold on. uh, Hang on. I got to hear this out. It's late, Bill. Mike Mack left at 4 p.m. like he always does. I am pressed for time, Bill. Gorgo is hungry, meaning I need to drive the 61.8 miles home to feed Gorgo at 35 Pine Street. He is ravenous, but first, Bill, I must do what Gorgo says. Gorgo is always talking. His barking, his incessant noise becomes words in my head. Give Sam to Bill, I hear. Give Sam to Bill, Gorgo says. All night long, Gorgo talks to me. Yonkers is evil, Bill. Why did you and Jonathan Kraft send me this animal? Why? I'm at Mike Mack's PC, ready to make the move. The terms are as followed, per Gorgo. We will send Sam Darnold to Foxborough on a Greyhound bus on May 1st. In return, New England will give the Jets a 2022 fourth-round pick and linebacker Kyle Van Noy. You will also send my friends back to me safe and sound at 35 Pine Street, like you and Jonathan Kraft promised. John Yastrzemski and Jim McNally, my fellow ball boys who have been silenced. Gorgo is asking for them. And Gorgo says the false allegations against Sam, soon to rain down in the newspapers, will make the Sam persona non grata in New York. Nobody will question the trade, Gorgo says. Are you listening, Bill? Yes. Go on. I'm done. Oh. Okay, so you're going to give me Sam Darnold in exchange for a backup linebacker and a fourth-round pick? And our ball boys. And the ball boys. They're dead. No, they're not. We buried them alive under the mass pike. This is so dark. No, they're not. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> what? I can't do it. What? I can't hurt Tom Brady's feelings. Tom would be very mad at me. Can't do it. <laughs> He's got another five years in him easy. How do you keep me in this position? How do you say no to this? This was my mission. <laughs> I'm really worried you're going to come find me. Linda, get the police on the phone. I think Cags needs protection. Gorgo will find you. <laughs> Linda! Let's get out of here. Wow. I, I need know. to know more about what's mm. going on at 35 Pine Street. Mm. Really blew up in Gorgo's face that he called uh, <laughs> he called Belichick almost acting like a Jets fan in you know, a Jets fan's interest. He just doesn't. He's, he thinks he got a lot of he's got a lot more Brady um, years in him. You know, it's just not a smart move. Van Noy is okay. a, bal- a talented I mean, part, put part some of the respect roster. on Kyle Van Noy's name. Backup linebacker uh, might have been the best player they had in the Super Bowl there on That's defense. True. Well, that's what he said. I didn't say it. (laughs) 
Um, I can't believe Gorgo only eats from a butcher shop that's open in the middle of the night. That's <laughs> a bad that animal. That's one of my takeaways. It's a bad animal. And McCagnan leaves at 4 o'clock in the afternoon every day? Mm. I, don't, I don't believe that at all. I think that man is a grinder. 22 hours a day at least. I've actually heard the stories that he just like. Does he seem that way to you? He spends all day and there's like a thousand coffee cups oh uh, in his office. He's just there at all times. Well, mm. we have a dog saying otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We should really do, yeah. You're the GM more often. It's every fun. show, perhaps. <laughs> I'm just saying in the build up to the draft, think of all the possibilities. Pretty great. Think of a world where like Mike McCagnan answers the phone, but then Charlie Casserly crashes in and. <laughs> 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 I did have one with uh, Chris Greer was going to call Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, let's hear it. Let's check hear in it. on some things. All right. All right. Why not? Mark, you'll be uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan here. Hey, Ryan. Fitzy. What's up? It's Chris. Chris who? Uh, Greer, general manager, <laughs> Miami Dolphins. Chris, how are you? Yeah. Good to hear from you. Well, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind uh, just for a minute jumping into the fish tank with me and talking a little Dolphins football. Let's do it. So I saw the um, I saw the workout videos uh, of you doing your running at uh, workouts. Been working. Uh, you know, yeah. when you sign someone like me, like the I have been working. And I saw the uh, the little uh, scrum interview you did. Oh, that's just to throw the media off. You know, I'm yeah. grinding. Fitzy's grinding. He's going to throw a couple things out there for you. Uh, intermittent fasting. That's the thing people are into these days. That's too – I don't do – I don't operate – I mean, I'm an old-school quarterback. I don't do fad diets. I do the Fitzy diet. Paleolithic diet. That's an option. All right. Well, I'm listening to you, but no, I'm not going to be – Atkins. <laughs> low sodium. These are all Cannot options. Cannot do low, low – sodium is part of the regimen. I'm just saying – like, I just want to be 100% clear that you're aware that you're literally our, our starting quarterback. I mean, for now, that's true. <laughs> but, you know, it's there's months to go, months to go. I mean, I, I you know, I look at my body as a temple, and yeah. right now, a lot of people in the temple. <laughs> there's a lot going on in the temple. Uh, but I'm going to do it my way. Just, <laughs> just a simple check-in uh, and say hi to the wife and the, and the kids, but... Uh, yeah, just a reminder, you're the, you're I'm gonna add literally you to, our starting quarterback. I'm going to add you into my phone. I'm sorry um, I had no idea uh, who you are and appreciate the dieting advice from you, but, uh, you know, Fitzy is going to do it his own way. All right. Just lay off the cake, all right? <laughs> Maybe. All right. Well, you know, it's not apparently on the radar of the front office mm. in Miami. Interesting. Uh-oh. Wait, I thought that you, Chris Greer, signed him specifically, explicitly to lose to games and get the best pick possible. He's in great shape mm. for that. Yeah, that's true, but that's a popular misconception. Greer is thinking Lombardi, and people aren't aware of that. It's all – Michael Lombardi? <laughs> He's thinking about Mike Lombardi <laughs> at all times. I mean, uh, I, I especially like the, the line from Fitzpatrick, which I don't know if he was borrowed from like an adult movie, that uh, my body is a temple and there's a lot of people inside it right now. <laughs> A beefy man. Um, <laughs> all right. There you go. You're the GM. Good stuff. Fun stuff. Wow. Um, all right. We said it before. A lot coming up next week, so check it out. We also have our final Twitter show before it goes on some type of hiatus. So we're going to have content for you guys Monday, uh, Twitter show, uh, Monday podcast, Wednesday, Twitter show, Wednesday, Mark Sessler's first annual mock draft, uh, Thursday, and Saturday. Busy, busy. Whoa. Hey, now. So make sure you check it all out. Connie, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, great and stuff. And you'll have more network. Are you going to be in uh, Nashville? I believe you are, right? I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be hanging out in Nashville. I'll be on stage with Irv for uh, nights one and two. Nice. And cool then, city. Uh, oh, my God. I love Nashville. It's great. I've like never the... been there until last year. Oh, really? I have yeah. never been there. It's... I always feel like at the draft, Connie goes all out, and you always have a look that is totally foreign to how I typically see you last year. The the hair is different. You dress different. What do we have coming? You've made a lot of news. You've had a lot of social viral. Like the draft is Connie time. Right. The, it is Connie time. I'm basically going to be a giant sequin uh, at the draft. A giant sequin. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. That's mm-hmm. something to look forward to. Yep. What uh, are you doing with the hair? 
I don't know yet. Beehive? Well, I think it's yeah, maybe because do you hot, decide? Yeah. So do you decide? I decide. I decide. I decide. <laughs> <laughs> so if I mean, had, they yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I know where you're gonna go but with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, if you need any other reason why to check out NFL Network coverage of the draft, Connie Fox will be mm. central component in it as a giant sequin. Yep. As a giant Which is better than being Bruce Allen. <laughs> it is. Poor I think Bruce it fits Allen. me better. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, and uh, we are out of here. It's time to go to San Diego. Let's pile into the car, kids. Let's do it. It's going for a ride. Have fun. All right. Dan Hans is signing off for a quiet storm. The mailman, Connie Fox, the tiny box, <laughs> the old boss, and Ricky Holly behind the glass. Ricky, come on. We got room for you. All right. I'm coming. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Till Monday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.